This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. time to get geeky get awesome it is the awesome cast i'm mike sorg at sorgatron on the twitter here in the sorgatron media studios in pittsburgh pennsylvania and uh we got a hell of a show uh lined up for you first of all uh chilla will be dropping in probably a little late today um because i'm sure it's because of our wonderful transit system here in pittsburgh right now uh uh, but anyways, we have with us on the line uh, from Dudsville, uh, USA, uh, the Dudders is with us. <laughs> hey, from Duttertopia. From Duttertopia. <laughs> and, and, and next week, you'll be able to tell us what Dollywood is like. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, adventures. Adventures. Yeah, we're going to uh, uh, Cookville, Tennessee for Baja Tennessee Tech. I had a great actually chat with the new organizer of that yesterday on the SAE Baja um uh sorry baja sae gotta get my branding right uh shop talk podcast so um i'm looking forward to that and uh and and apparently seeing dollywood so <laughs> I don't know. we have nice. big plans we have big plans i begin all the emails since we got the tickets and i was like look they have drink packages look they got this going on look they're opening the water park soon you know so <laughs> could it, you it, imagine us at the water park It'll be, yeah, no, it'll be it'll be it'll be ridiculous. Also <laughs> with us and a special occasion. This is the last time uh, that uh, that Amanda will be here as a resident of the Greater Pittsburgh area. Amanda Narcissi is with us. You are moving to San Diego this weekend. Yes, big move. Big the move. Country. Big move. Can we say why you're moving yet? Are yes, we allowed to? I mean, uh, yeah. Okay, absolutely. You you did you did put it on social media, so yes, it's out there. <laughs> It's out there. So you're going out. You got a job with Apple. I did. So we're going to be really nice to Apple products this sh this episode <laughs> while you're on here. Okay. I mean, not that we have a lot bad to say about them. I mean, look at my desk and how many iPhones are. Literally, there are three, three iPhones and an iPad sitting in front of me. So uh, <laughs> that's how we just run the shows. Um, but anyways, no, I yeah, good to have you. We were just like, oh, you got to get on one last time because I thought your going away party was next Tuesday. And it was this past weekend when I was out of town. So, you know. But no, good to have you back in. Yay. Yeah, Happy yeah. to be here. And you have Apple Dews with us, too. So. I know. For real. <laughs> and then we also have with us Ryan Faroki from uh, out of Oregon. Yes. And he is with us from Rogue Rhino's NFT. Well, well there he is. Hello. There I am. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so we've got the West Coast connection. I just appreciate it. <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, Ryan, you're going to tell us all about NFTs and everything we should know about it today, right? I'll tell you everything I know about oh, NFTs. That's better than <laughs> yeah. what I know about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. A little more probably. I've been yeah. trying. I've been trying to kind of catch up and figure it out, but, um, but no, I'm looking forward to this. And of course, you're you're you know you're doing a great cause. Of course, our, our friend of the yeah. show, Christopher Whitlash, that works with the Rhino uh, Foundation, um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, connected us, and, and I'm really looking forward to talk about your project. Proud partner. Here. Yes, yep. yes. I, I'm really looking forward to, to learn about your project here later in the show. Excited. Awesome. So uh, we'll get into our awesome things in a moment. But first, 
If you guys are getting at us for the first time, please check out everything at awesomecast.com. You can email us at awesomecast.com. You can tweet us at awesomecast. Also, we have a great community over at the Awesomecast Facebook group. We're also on Discord, which is linked over at the awesomecast.com. And we do have a Reddit uh, group as well. Uh, so if you want to get in there, uh, I do pay attention to all those. So, uh, you know, for stories of the week, anything that you want to share, or any conversations you guys want to start, um, I'm about to uh, ask Chilla on there um, for new batteries for my iPhone because I'm going to go to the Gathering of the Juggalos again and I want something that's going to survive another mosh pit because uh, <laughs> I have the same one from years ago when Dutters you went and got in a documentary some like eight years ago or something that I still use and I figure I need an update probably by now but anyways uh, a lot of great stuff conversation happening over there and you can also subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app and we're live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern we're on Facebook live uh, we're on our Twitter uh, account we are also on our YouTube we are on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page and experimenting now I am uh, uh, broadcasting the show audio only over on Twitter Spaces, just to see what happens, see if anybody comes by. I'd like to maybe eventually we'll start bringing that in as a call-in opportunity. Uh, so uh, just uh, hop in there, let us know how it sounds if you are joining us live, and uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, who knows what we'll end up doing with that in, uh, in the long run, right? So, um, and also thank you uh, to our audio partner, our friends over at PostIndustrial.com. They're uh, letting people know what's going on about this great news source for uh, the towns in the Rust Belt over here in the uh, Midwest. I, I never consider us terribly Midwest here in Pittsburgh, but apparently we kind of fall right into that. But anyways, I blame our Ohio proximity. But anyways, uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters at uh, patreon.com slash awesomecast. You guys have been uh, helping uh, uh, keep the service running here on the show. Thank you to our executive producer, uh, Brian Crawford. At the Coffee Club level, our friends Matt Weller, John Carmen, Cynthia Klosky, Scott McTaggart, and Mike Pound at the fan of the show level. Uh, Michael Fedor, our longest running Patreon supporter, as well as Professor Buzzkill and Dave Podner of the iPhoneography podcast. Thank you so much, everybody. You can support the show to a patreon.com slash awesomecast and we do push some extra content sometimes we have some conversation before or after the show and we'll throw those in the feed over there for you as well so i really do appreciate so let's get into our awesome things of the week um first uh, amanda uh, let, let's go with you first let's, let's keep it <laughs> apple for a moment uh i, I don't know if it's an awesome thing of the week I, I well maybe just because of the longevity of the product right uh, absolutely. So uh, October 23rd, they actually just celebrated their 25th anniversary of the iPod and announced today they are retiring it. Mm. So whatever is already made, you can order. In fact, I was searching on Twitter and people were posting their checkouts of mm. like their last iPod purchase. So it was pretty neat to see like... Um, the little like people still buying it as their last piece. Um, I like the fact that they dubbed that the music will go on because this was really the point where everybody stopped a disc man and went into <laughs> MP3s basically. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the very first like MP3 players that was known. Like every there was different iterations out there, but like the iPod became like iconic. And I was also, uh, there was an author on Twitter today. He really summed it up by saying it was the first time that Apple also went from a computer company to a tech company because they were no longer just computers. They then were transferring over into other tech products. And when you think about it, it was the leaping point of iPhone, iPad, and eventually watch. So 
Very sad little send-off. Um, I had a few iterations of it. I enjoy the fact now that people call it vintage. Like, if you've <laughs> ever seen that TikTok where the girl's wearing the shuffle in her hair, and she's like, I found this vintage barrette that plays music. And it was like a shuffle. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Um, but I, I I had a couple different versions of mine. I loved it. I, I, I'm sad to see it go, but... I understand. I don't know if it was last year, but a- as of a couple years ago, the uh, dance recital that we record uh, every year for my uh, my cousin's dance company, um, she was using an, an iPad, you know, like an iPod, you know, I don't know, it had a screen on it at least, and that's what they loaded all the music on, and that's what they did the production on, right? Or I've seen several productions over the last several years, pre-COVID, I guess, Um you know, where they were, again, they, they just took the iPod into the thing and they're singing over tracks, you know, uh, uh, some some musicians, uh, performers, uh, uh, you know, that we've, we've produced live streams for in, the, in recent years. So, like, it, it's still been, like, the old style. And this is the old style. I'm not touching about the one that looks like an iPhone, you know, the iPod Touch, in which this is the thing that this is that last model that, that's out there. Like, I'm talking about click wheel. You know, I'm talking about iPod, uh, was it the Nano or something like that? You know, some, you know, like that kind of deal. And, and yeah, that really was a, a big game changer for things like that. I still got a, a shuffle around. I got a mini around, you know, in, in, in some of the boxes. You just can't get rid of them, you know, so. I, I discovered with the Nano, they were actually doing um, parts to motorcycles for them <sighs> that you could mount the Nano onto the gas tank mm-hmm. and that's what played your music on motorcycles and it, it carried on they had ended up making an attachment for the touch um because every spring that would be uh something i like i would talk to motorcycle riders and that's what they would be coming in for um and stuff so i mean it was it's wild to hear some of the different like ways people used an ipod Absolutely, absolutely. So, well, uh, it's it's going it's going out. Well, what what was the last model that they had? How many years ago was that? Like, which kind of comparable model? You know, wasn't it like the the iPhone like 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 seven or something like that? Six maybe. Pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah. Because the seventh generation touch is the last one that they're going to be selling in whatever model, whatever they have left in stock now is all you can buy. And get them while you can. Get them while you can. What's the theory? Chill's I mean, here. Hey. hey. Sorry. And and I I plugged in too quick, so I don't know what happened to my normal camera. That's fine. This is but a nice we'll, variation. But we'll roll with this. Um, <clears throat> so what's the is the theory like? Hey, just buy an iPhone SE or like what? Because I mean, I used the iPod Touch for the longest time because I didn't have an i an actual iPhone or you know for younger people that I didn't necessarily want to buy an iPhone for. Um, <clears throat> right now we just do the hand me down iPhone thing at home, but uh, it, like they kind of say like, I feel like they've left a gap in the market. They, they really didn't say anything. They just said the music will live on and other devices like HomePod and stuff like that. Um, just dubbing it still as a music player. Mm-hmm. and not staying why but like i well, guess they, they they do say a lot of like well for only 279 dollars you can have 90 million songs on your wrist yeah so with the apple watch and the ipad and the and the uh the home mini is only 99 dollars 
I agree that it's leaving a huge gap in the market for children who mm -hmm. that age like age range of six to uh, eleven, six to twelve. Mm -hmm. Um, and as one of the authors I was reading today was like, "But there's an iPad Mini," and like I'm like, "Yeah, but that's not handheld for those little hands." You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but that's one of those things where I mean, how many times you've seen with kids like the the iPad with the giant rugged thing, you know, so they don't. <laughs> bend the ipad yeah. in half right like that you know the child proofed ipad that just looks so giant and thick and you see the toddler throw it on the floor at mcdonald's you know <laughs> kind of thing like i don't know how many times i've seen those traveling to the airport especially yeah so i i think that is it yeah but i, but I feel like from a portability perspective because we started actually off with an old phone for christopher actually i think he had an old ipod touch at first and then we moved to like an old iphone 5 to that point, it was a lot easier for his hands to get around a phone. And then in many cases, it's a lot cheaper to find a, a, a late model life proof case or OtterBox style case that you can get like 50% off because it's from two or three phone versions back. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I, I like the mini idea, mm. but the mini has kind of gone up in price because they've adopted some of the more ipad pro tech newer pencil um, i don't know it's an interesting it's an interesting gap i wonder if anyone will jump at that that area of the market towards kids mm -hmm. interesting to see all right moving on ryan let's get let's put the new guy up next uh you what's your awesome thing of the week my awesome thing of the week is actually kind of new to me and i'm not even the one using it <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend just got a job uh doing broadcast for uh, uh women in gaming international and she's mm. doing like the she is like the behind the scenes and she'll be like running the zoom call and broadcasting the twitch channel doing the overlays and all that and she was racking her brain trying to figure out how to control each person's camera individually and their audio and all that and then she just discovered the network um device interface uh, software and explained it to me and I tried to understand it as best as I could, but, uh, it sounds like it's, a, to, to, I'm happy because it sounds like a lifesaver for her. Like she's relieved that she figured out a way to control it the way she wants to with each individual camera and stuff. Mm -hmm. And of course you're talking about, and we've talked about on the show before, uh, it was, was yeah. often referred to as NDI, right? NDI. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, then that's something we're actually using this. This is how, yeah, this is, and this is how Ryan's actually receiving the feed of what's going on in, and you know, like what you're seeing out there, uh, is we have NDI going from, uh, vMix into, into zoom over the network. And that's how the cameras, uh, work, um, right. at least on that side of things. So. Yeah, it's, it seems like it gives you much more control. Uh, I've been told it, it, it can be faster, mm -hmm. uh, depending on what you're doing. And I think in her case, it has been uh, much faster, more control. So it just kind of streamlines the the process of the broadcast. So she's really stoked about it. And thus, I'm really stoked about it. And I thought it was pretty cool. It is a nice tool. If you have the, we were talking beforehand about some of the use cases that I know we've talked about on the show before. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like, 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 the, like we use it for one camera here. We use it for, uh, uh, for Dungeons and Dragons when we do top rope tabletop with our pro awesome. wrestling friends. Um, I actually have the NDI uh, app on, well, actually an old iPhone eight here. And, uh, and uh, we throw this on a tripod and that's how we, we throw a shot up on the game board. 
right? Because I oh, want something cool. easy to throw on. So I don't use it for the primary, like lip syncs usually an issue uh, right. uh, with things, at least like for the little bits we've used in studio here. But man, it, it, we've had some projects that we've done some pretty cool stuff with NDI. So, um, but you got to creative. test, 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 test before you go live with something. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so. We were planning on, we were planning on it. Yeah. We're going to do like a zoom call. Dungeons and dragons actually would be a good test. Mm -hmm. She's just getting into that. So, uh, and, and it's so great. You throw that app on your old iPhones and now you, you could throw, you know, if you're using VMix, I think OPS will use NDI as well. Uh, it's a oh, tool made by, um, new tech that does the, the, the Terra, not Terra deck. Um, what I have right in front of me, the TriCasters. And they give away for free for everybody else to use. So, wow. like, I, you could throw that on a bunch of iPhones, use OBS, v, uh, VMix, whatever you want, and then have a multi-cam setup and and try to do that with just iPhones. <laughs> well, that's amazing. <laughs> that's that's good to know because we do have a couple iPhones laying around. Right. So uh, I will let her know, and she does use OBS. So have fun with good that. Have we'll fun do. with that. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like 80% sure they have uh, NDI support. It might be a plugin, but do you? I think it does. Works. I think she's confirmed that. Yeah. So, so that's cool. What is the, uh, it actually, you can plug, um, um, what, what is the production she's working on so we can check that out? Uh, uh, it's Women in Games International. It's very new. Uh, okay. And they uh, are promoting um, having more women in the, in the gaming industry. I mean, not just like gaming itself, but you know, game developers and, uh, you know, video editors, game writers, stuff like that. You know, we're trying to, to get more exposure for women, mm -hmm. uh, in that. And uh, I think it's much needed and, um, it, yeah, they have a deal with blizzard and everything. So, that's um, good. That's very excited about it. That's a get wiggy.com. That's pretty cool. Yeah. cool. yeah. It's really cool. They, they're traveling to all kinds of conventions and they do like charity drives and uh, they're just helping women get jobs and uh education and learn more about the industry itself that's real real cool and, and that's yeah. it i mean the game industry obviously is a very uh, unfortunately uh male centric and that has been yes of and a lot of news stories and toxicity over the last yeah. couple of years right so yeah this is very important so mm -hmm. it's good it's a very good cause absolutely and it's non-profit uh, Stronger, stronger game in a game development uh, uh, industry means better games for the rest of us too. Right, you know? better stories, better everything. Mm -hmm. It just it opens the playing field. It makes it more fun, more good content. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, awesome. Mm -hmm. We'll be we'll be checking all those out. Cool, cool. Uh, Katie, you got some new hardware. Yes. Uh, so I got these. That, uh, that, they may, are... that maybe didn't uh, survive the stress test of this show earlier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll mention that. <laughs> so I got these Soundcore by Anchor Life.2S. I had to pull up the whole name. Uh, 2S True Wireless Bluetooth Earbuds with 40-hour playtime uh, in black from Target. Uh, they are $69.99. Uh, I did, so I recently per, I cosplayed as a runner for the half marathon for the Pittsburgh Marathon. And to complete my cosplay, I needed something to listen. You know, I can't just run and not have sound uh because i just my brain will just lose its mind i lose my mind and uh i cannot run with my airpods i even i purchased little silicone doodads that help them fit better which works in the gym but like nothing like full-on run they just jiggle fall out and then i gotta find them on the ground so i went to target uh because i love target and i found these guys and they are itty bitty so they're not very big they look like i don't know how tiny they are uh so they're not 
but they're good. They're like the little doodads. They sit very nicely in my ear and, um, they were great. I ran, uh, it was pouring rain at points because the weather was very lovely that day. Um, mm-hmm. soaking wet. I managed to throw them on the ground into a puddle at one point. I threw the case <laughs> into the puddle at one point because I went to, I, I had to pull it out for a reason. I don't remember why I pulled it out, but I think I was like going through and I had to, in my uh, fanny pack, um, and, uh, dropped that on the ground in the water and it was fine. Everything seemed to be fine. <laughs> like it wasn't like super submerged, but it definitely got damp. Uh, and it was okay. And um, sound quality is great. Uh, I was, I did the, can you hear me listening to the things <laughs> test with some Jay-Z earlier. And it was fine um, because I really, I like my AirPods, but like you can definitely hear my whole conversation and you can definitely hear whatever I'm listening to, but not the case with these guys. Mm-hmm. So I will be listening to these when I'm on the plane and such. Um, which is great. And like I said, the sound is really, really good. You can customize the option. Like if you want the right one, you press it once to skip to the next song or you press it twice and it goes back or you, however you want to, there's, there's a few different options, which is great. And um, we did try them. Like we said, like Sorg mentioned, we tried them for the show today as far as uh, using them for the show and uh, sound quality described as very roomy. (laughs) But so, so yeah, so because I've actually been trying to think about fixing, uh, switching up to the AirPods for like the plane and everything, but you're telling me that's not a good idea. It's not a uh, blocking everything out. Uh, the ones I have, like these are not; these are pretty, in like inexpensive. I think I got these on a Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Did you? Oh, you got the Black Friday deal, I think, from Walmart, which was great, and they were less than a hundred dollars. And I've used the crap out of them, and mm-hmm. I've like same thing, dropped them repeatedly to where they fall. <laughs> This is why I can't have technology. I throw it no, on the ground no. constantly. But yes, yeah, so I, that's why it has this lovely little case, so I cannot murder it too many times. But right. um, yeah, I I definitely you can hear um, been at the gym and person in the next um, elliptical over can hear what I'm listening to, which isn't always terrible. But I don't know if I if they want to hear my gangster rap. Uh, this, this also reminds me because. Um, you are going to experience it. We've had the conversation on the show about why we have OtterBox um, uh, cases for our phones. You're in the same boat. But also, uh, you're going to experience Baja for the first time this week, and which is the dirtiest thing that we do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Do you have a, 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 a ready-to-go OtterBox? I, 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 I don't remember what's on your, on your phone. I do not currently. I just have my uh, pop socket right now case, um, which yeah, that's I've not re- going to be so colorful after the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I had to um, file down the corners because I've dropped it so many times it got sharp edges. But yes, it has held up very nicely. If you're thinking like, oh, can I use a pop socket? Absolutely, their cases hold up very well. Oh um, dropping my <laughs> repeated. I don't know, like what has happened to me? I just like to throw my tech on the floor now. That seems right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be ready to clean that out in the sink in the hotel afterwards. After That's Sunday. fine. <laughs> keep, keep it in a baggie. Just yeah. pack rubbing alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> or a magic eraser. Pack yeah, a magic yeah. eraser. That's what yeah. we oh. help people to clean their silicone bands and any iPhone cases is a magic eraser. I uh, I, I don't have a screen protector uh, for mine. I, it came with a case, but I just don't like bothering with them, and I have a feeling I'm going to regret it after this week. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, anyways. Um, Welcome to AwesomeCast. We will tell you all the ways to protect your phone and clean it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we subject it to the weather and the dust of and, the outside world. Uh, dust and or mud this weekend from the looks of things. So um, yeah, we were warned on that. So it'll be it'll be really interesting. This is the this is the event where I usually have to give my video tripod a a bath in the <laughs> in the in 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 the bathroom because it's so full of dirt and everything. So uh, that's awesome. yeah yeah that's <laughs> it's great. We would do this for a while now. Um. Anyways, <laughs> then she goes to Target and online OtterBox iPhone day. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways um chilla what's your awesome thing here my awesome thing is a is a little doodad mm -hmm. um it is it is pretty small it comes in a nice portable case you can put on your keychain it is actually an infrared port for your iphone okay. um it has a lightning connector on one end and it ha it plugs right into the bottom of your phone there's a handy dandy application that you can use. Um, it comes pre-filled with numerous electronic equipment all the way from um, TVs to cable boxes, to air conditioners, to light bulbs, um, and anything that pretty much has an infrared port they seem to have cataloged. Um, <clears throat> and then it also has the ability to learn. Um, so if you have a remote that it, or a device that they don't have in their list, um, you can point it at it and start to program um, the app. Mm. It's pretty impressive. Um, I find um, in some of the work that I've been doing um, in conference rooms where the remotes are lost, um, never to be found again. Chilla, um, you're about this to kind of you're about to change my life. I'm adding this to the cart right now. And and it was on sale, so um, pretty cool. What they do have just just you know, I I have an iPhone, so I picked the Lightning port one. Um, they do have it in USB C, um, so you can pick it up for any modern Android device. The application is obviously written overseas. It doesn't give you any weird prompts when it starts up. Um, it seems pretty legit, and they have been keeping it up to date. So that was uh, that was a few things I checked. Um, the app's being kept up to date. It seems like it has a, a legit developer. Um, the hardware actually works. Um, got some pretty decent reviews. And I feel like even if they stopped adding more codes and, and newer components to it, I have the ability to at least program it. So I'll get some longevity out of the device. So so you can program in things like your scenes from a train and uh i don't like home kit like no you can't do that <clears throat> you can program like like when you go in and you say add device it has like samsung and Vizio and like a bunch of off-brand tvs that i've never even heard of um it's pretty much it's for your it's for your anything with an infrared remote okay the, the interesting thing was we have a few window air conditioners that actually have infrared, and I don't even know where the remotes were after the move. I've never actually used them. But there's a few times where I've been across the room and been like, oh, man, I wish I would have kept those remotes. So now I can just plug this thing into my phone. Um, and it's pretty small. I wouldn't recommend keeping it in there all the time because I would worry about it. Like, you can't, you can't put this in your pot. Like, 
on the phone in your pocket. Um, I did look for a lower profile one and couldn't find one that I trusted. Um, but it's, I don't know, maybe an inch, a little over an inch long. Um, and it just plugs right into the bottom of your phone. Interesting. So this is handy for me because I was literally uh, held up with some uh, setup because there's monitors above this MMA ring and I couldn't find the remote. Uh, I'm like, where's your remote? And they're like, here's one. Hopefully the batteries work, you know, things like that. Between that and just remotes for all the TVs that we take out on shoots, like just getting lost. I've tried Velcroing with the back of TVs. That mostly works. But it's just nice as a stopgap, stop right, um, to be able to do something like that. Because um, I just feel like I run into random TVs without remotes all the time uh, or, these days. Or you go into a bar and you don't like what's on the TV. <laughs> you now have the remote. Hey, listen, you walk listen, through the airport the, and you don't like what's on the TV. Uh, you just turn them all the off. The Sheets and Claritin definitely has some questionable content on their televisions when I go in there uh, before wrestling shows. So like, we can definitely take care of that, right? So Yep. yep. It's, you, you own them now. Yes, I own them now. We're just gonna, we're, we're taking over. Um, I guess I should do an awesome thing. I know th- this isn't either of them that are in there, but I'll, I'll throw this into. I, I actually two of the things that 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 I have in there, including this, um, are things that I found on TikTok, and I appreciated this because this is this is an ad that this was an ad for a new wallet. And I have uh, listen. I mean, I have you know a high tech wallet. Um, this, uh, you know, nice Ninja Turtles, uh, you know, Velcro wallet, like I'm a freaking eight year old. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it gets the job done, but the Velcro is going. So I'm kind of due for a new one, I suppose. Um, but, but, but one thing is like in here, you know, thankfully one of my pockets, I got one, first of all, I got a, I got a headphone dongle because, uh, that'll get lost anywhere else. And you never know when you'll need one for your phone. And then also my, my, uh, in this pocket is my, Hold up, Mal. This, this Velcro is really good. That, that wallet is as thick as George Costanza's. I'm just saying. Uh, but it never goes. It doesn't go in my back pocket anymore. But I got my okay. Apple tag in there. But then I saw this one today, and I love that. Like in the ad, they're in a car and they just throw their wallet out the window, and then they're looking for it on Find My iPhone. Um, this was the. Um, I'm really close to pulling the trigger on this thing. Uh, it's actually going for about $35. They say it's a $90 wallet. But the big thing with it is it's um, it's got the space for the Apple tag right in the side of the wallet. And also, um, it's it's kind of a clever little design. Like, they're showing, like, hopefully this is the same video uh, in the corner here. But um, it, it, there's there's supposed to be a way that you, yeah, there you go. You have, like, a button that's that, that kind of flips all your cards up. Uh, out of the wallet so you can pull them out um or i don't know maybe i shoot them at people i i don't know but uh it's called the oh uh, the name just went away it's called the simple wallet it's over at simplestoreusa.com uh, i've never heard of this before again i found it you know this is like remember what is that that spurt of things where we just found odd things in ads on instagram i feel like we're with that with tiktok right now um so that that's kind of my Awesome thing. It's the simple slide air tag wallet. Um, and it comes in um, you know, I mean it's like one of those leathery wallets. So if you're into that kind of thing and uh, you know, limited offer, do 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 do. Oh, there's cheaper ones too. It's down to like thirty bucks on some of these. But um yeah, you can check that out. Um that, that that's what that's what caught my attention literally today. So um I don't know. You guys have any luck is anybody else putting air tags in their wallets? Is yes. It, yes? Because like how many times have you misplaced it, right? And my keys, you know, literally. So, 
It's so, in both of our wallets, my keys, and I just activated my fourth one to go in the suitcase. That's just right. Just in case yes. something happens while we're driving across the country. I considered putting it in the moving truck, like all those articles said. <laughs> And I was too afraid that one of the drivers had an iPhone and it would pick is, up like this is traveling with you. You know, that has happened to me because we put the, put it in all of our video equipment and then I'll send it along with somebody. And I can't remember if I've said on this show, but I sent some along with one of the wrestling promoters because he lives over. Uh, he was like on the way out to whatever shoot I was doing in like Eastern PA. So I'm like, here's the stuff for the show. Give it to my videographers. Take care of it. He's coming back at night afterwards and he starts getting the notice. And... <laughs> And, and and it would start freaking out and i was like oh i should have said something about that and then another one uh he takes my equipment and, and and he had it for like a week for some reason and um and it started dinging in the in the in the closet and his cat was freaking out <laughs> so so you know if you're lending people things with air tags make sure to let them know so when they, they get those notifications they don't freak out that they're getting stalked or something like that so um or they can console their cats I'll tell you what I actually like, and maybe I'm the odd one out here. Like, the, and you're not going to get your dongle, and you're not going to get everything else in there. But the Apple, like leather card holder, I don't trust it. I don't trust it at all. Oh, I, I've I've not had a problem with it. Um, and I get, I've been pretty. Plus, pretty I got too. I got it, too much so. stuff. I have to. I have to put business cards in here. I got to put dongles in here. Every once in a while, I have money. I don't know. I didn't even know, what, you know, you ever look at like, why do I have $10? I don't know where it came from. It was like tucked <laughs> in somewhere in here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, anyways. Well, you know what I always have room for uh, <laughs> is uh, our good friends at Slice on Broadway, New York City style. Yins are made here in the Pittsburgh area. Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills, Feet, and our guests. And we have guests this week in studio um, and an and, and audience member, too. Uh, for the last over a decade, they've been uh, actually providing us with the perfect pepperoni pizza for Pittsburgh podcasting. And we really appreciate our friends at Slice on Broadway for doing that. Thank you so much. Go check them out. Slice on Broadway dot com and if you're in another area we got our friend in oregon here or wherever amanda i don't know what i was told west coast pizza isn't too too great uh was it was literally what somebody in seattle told me last weekend so um so good luck and and support your independent uh, pizza provider out there um but uh, go check out our friends if you are in the pittsburgh area and i know a lot of you guys are listen to this show slice on broadway.com all right let's get into nfts and I, and I said i don't think we talked too much about nfts much on this show uh um over the last few years but uh but ryan you got a pretty cool endeavor uh going on uh, tell us a little bit a little bit about uh what you guys are doing uh first of all nice segue into the ad i appreciated that i was really <laughs> slick <laughs> i want to just compliment you on that i've had some uh, practice I, I think I think I should probably begin with my journey into nfts and then kind of go into my project and how it came about because it's pretty interesting like it's just objectively insane so uh i'll start from like it was january 2021 when i got into them for the first time my buddy that i hadn't talked to in a long time i used to like game with him online he's like hey you heard of nfts it was like i think it was january or february and i was like i have no idea what that means or i, I just can you explain and he tried to explain it to me i tried to understand it is very hard to understand and I eventually uh, played around with like NBA Top Shot 
which is a uh, NBA licensed uh, NFT that have like video dunks and stuff, moments and things like that. I played around with that for a bit. And then um, this is kind of how I got into the Rogue Rhinos. So I started looking at like what are called PFP NFTs, which is profile pictures. And that'll be the one that you'll see kind of all over the place on Twitter and stuff, where there's like animals and apes and people's profile pictures. And I just didn't really understand the concept of it at the time, but I knew that I kind of wanted a rhino because I like rhinos. My nickname is Rhino and I, my name's Ryan. So uh, I was browsing through like upcoming collections and I saw the raging rhinos and uh, they were pretty cheap, uh, you know, comparatively 20, like 50, 60 bucks for one of them. And I got a couple of them and um Part of what's important about these profile picture NFTs is that they usually have function to them or a community or a goal or a roadmap or something like that. And they had a roadmap where they said, you know, you'll buy the profile picture Rhino and then we're going to do, uh, we're going to make another collection down the road. We're going to donate to charity. We're going to have a game coming out. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And um, everybody was really excited. Each co each collection and project have like a Discord and all that channel associated with it. So I was hyped. I got my rhinos. I went into Discord, shared my rhinos with other people. Everybody was stoked. And then the developers just started to kind of fade away as the days went by. Like they were like, all right, you know, <laughs> we sold them. And uh, this is what you would call a rug or a rug pull. Uh, the developers basically were a cash grab kind of situation and they just kind of put everything that they wanted everybody to hear as far as like the objectives and the goals and the project outlines and then kind of just, you know, took the money and ran. Uh, they were anonymous, you know, their names are not out there. Their pictures are, you know, Brianos. <laughs> so they really didn't follow through on what they said they were going to do and probably moved on to another project. I, they probably just keep doing this, just like promising things. And it's not good. Like it's illegal. It's you're scamming people. You're actively scamming people. So uh, somewhere along this process, as I was getting excited about it, I volunteered to be like their community manager where they were still kind of active. But once I became that was when it started happening. So when that happened and everybody's kind of like, there's a bunch of despair. Everybody's like, we got rugged. This is sad. We're all sad. You know, it sucks. Um, I decided to like take over and I did my best, but I also was learning about NFTs as I was doing it. I kind of took control of the discord. I made a new discord, brought everybody over, uh, kind of created a new smaller community of people that wanted to kind of move on and rebuild and do all that. So. I kind of took it slow and I just was learning as I went. I did like giveaways where I was like, people would donate from the community, some of their leftover extra rhinos so that we would have like a community wallet. And then I would host giveaways for the, from the community wallet to kind of just get some excitement going and try to build it up. But since it was created by someone else, uh, I didn't have any control over the project itself, like the contract and the, the NFTs themselves. So I decided to like try and start my own project for everybody and make it so that whoever had a, ro a raging rhino could get for free a uh, rogue rhino. 
the one for one. So if they had up to five, they could get five rogue rhinos. So I went and found like a guy that develops uh, Ethereum contracts and builds NFTs from the back end. I found an artist on Fiverr who I paid. He's in Venezuela, who I paid his day rate. And then also uh, he's a partner in the in the project. And um, I found a web guy. So I just went and found all these people. And luckily, like everybody's cool. And we just kind of all were in on it together. And then I just kind of, I was like, well, I love rhinos and I want to give back. So I uh, reached out to a couple of rhino charities and uh, International Rhino Foundation where Chris comes in I was like hey you know we're building this project we want to give you a percentage of our sales and royalties uh, for future secondary sales and they were totally down they liked our art they liked our project you know we vibed so uh, I partnered with them and it just keeps evolving so we eventually launched people got their free rhinos and now we're at the point where we're trying to sell the remaining rhinos so that people can so that we can get money for the charities and then also build on this project. Cause we, we outlined like future, like a female rhino collection and then like a heroes and villains collection. And then all this will just constantly be going back to rhinos uh, from primary sales and the secondary sale royalties. Mm-hmm. So this is where we're at right now. That was a big mouthful, but I wanted to really get the context. <laughs> so, and, and the International Rhino Foundation, like I said, Chris Well, actually a, a, a part of that, and we've had him on the show talking about some of the stuff they're doing out there and some of the right. technology around that too uh, to help that endangered species. Right. Um, so uh, this is really interesting. So, and, and, and you mentioned a couple key points I want to touch on. You know, for people that maybe don't have an understanding of NFTs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the point that like you know these these you know are the free ones or the sold ones like mm-hmm. so. I, I, you know, this is the thing that, that keeps getting hammered home anytime I listen to a podcast about you know people are crazy about NFTs like the Kevin Roses and the Gary Vaynerchuks out yeah. there and I'm trying to catch up uh, but too. Uh, you know it, it, it's you know the idea that um, you know the secondary market that somebody can resell the rhino you know this NFT this piece of art and then right. for whatever that is that profit goes back to the original creator in this case also goes back to a charity Um, so like, that's a really interesting thing. So like I can sell an MP3, you know, and, or I can sell a record or I sold CDs back in the day. And if somebody, you know, and I know they've shown up in, you know, the record stores on, on the used rack and things like that. I don't see anything from that right mm-hmm. as the artist so like this has kind of changed that idea you know you know talking blockchain something and all that and stuff um right. so so like this could be um you know prospectively something that makes a lot of money down the road for the charity exactly i wanted to make something that's like sustainable in perpetuity for rhinos because you know as it builds and i'm not i'm not trying to like sell them all out right away which is what most of the projects do and it's kind of created this stigma and of like get rich buy an nft and get rich and it's not true (laughs) it's not what happens it's kind of what they feed you so that you can buy these cash grabs and then they kind of pump up and then they sell you know Mm -hmm. all of them people just buy them and sell them but i'm more about like slowly building this project over time and they're always going to be available for sale until they're they're capped but i'm just saying like they're out there and we just kind of want to bring people in to the community that are like-minded and want to help rhinos and you know they like the art and want to share it and just kind of they want to stick around they don't want to you know they're allowed to sell it if they want it's their asset but we want to try and keep like a 
a rhino community going over time rather than kind of a pump and dump as they call it or a cash grab kind of thing that's not what we're all about so and, and it's interesting how, that, oh go ahead chilla so how it and help me learn <clears throat> so that that image when you use it somewhere is it ultimately actually hosted on some other back end like how do you how do you claim ownership of the image? And is there really anything that prevents anyone from just screen capping it and using it however they want? Like yeah, that's where, that's where, that's where it, my brain can't get wrapped around. Trust me, it. it's taken me a long time and it still is hard for me. But I will say once you start like playing around with the NFTs and like once you actually get one and get it in your NFT wallet and it's like you're, you're actually seeing the process, it starts to click. Because it's kind of like there's two separate worlds. There's like screenshotted JPEGs and, you know, that's images on the Internet. And then there's NFTs, which are, you know, non-fungible tokens that are in their own space on the blockchain where once everybody's kind of in on the, the technology and using it, you can kind of separate it once you start playing around with both, they look the same, but it's where you're looking at them, like in, in an in mm -hmm. NFT wallet or Twitter just integrated NFTs. So when you make an NFT profile picture, it has a different shape and you can click on it and it shows all the metadata associated with that NFT. And it's always associated with it because the blockchain is what's keeping track of the metadata and the image, which is also part of the metadata through the blockchain. So that you can just decipher it within Twitter as an example. Does the, <clears throat> so then the metadata also tracks who the owner is. Yes. It links all the okay. way back to the owner, which is really, you know, it's good for intellectual property and all that. And, you know, it's, it's given the, the ability to have an actual digital asset. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it's pretty cool, but it's also wild because yeah, you, you really feel like it's like, well, I can just screenshot it, but it really takes like actually playing with the technology to like fully grasp. Like that's what it took for me at least to like really mm -hmm. see the difference firsthand. It's kind of hard to explain because it just—it's—it's it's hard to wrap your head around it. Like I get that. Like I, it was—it was for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool. So, and I, I've heard of the the NBA one. Are there any other kind of NFT hubs or whatever you would call them to go if you if someone wanted to start playing around with it? Oh, obviously, like, we, where where would you send them? Well, I mean, Coinbase just launched an NFT platform. Um, it's still kind of in building phase. I believe it's still in beta. They just opened it to the public, but it, it's a little more accessible for like someone just getting into them because you can, you know, if you're already with Coinbase, you can connect your bank and it's more official. It's like a, a, a they have partnerships with banks and they're, you mm -hmm. know, established. So it's an easier in now with the Coinbase uh, NFT platform. But there's also like DraftKings has their own mm -hmm. NFT section where they have like, you know, moving Tom Brady cards and other athletes that have done exclusive deals with them. So that's probably another one where you can just kind of sign up and it's a little easier, but it's still on the, the blockchain. So those are some good like entry level ways of kind of getting into it. Mm -hmm. and, and then as far as like what you can do with again, like you said, like Twitter just connected it. So you could use this and now you have your own 
uh, you you can have that as your profile picture, which means right. nobody else can have that profile picture. Not as right? a NFT profile picture, yeah. Right, Correct. right. Like it's verified, and and, and yeah. I'm sure there's a little check mark or something that, that, that Twitter will have on there. I haven't investigated that yet. And uh, Instagram right. is doing the same thing. I believe in the right. next update coming up is uh, I think we had a story actually in the rundown uh, from this week about that, right? Right. So um so so it's becoming universal. It is yes. something that can be used across this. I don't hate to say this metaverse idea, but yeah, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> but it's kind of the new, just the new term. Yeah, it's kind of uh, everywhere, <laughs> movies and technology, and yeah, it's the metaverse. Mm -hmm. We're in it. Yep. Very interesting. Really. So it says each rhino is 0 0.02 uh, Ethereum. Yeah. What, what, which is, at least, what does that translate into? Right now, it's probably around fifty bucks, or maybe a little less. Okay. Uh, uh, per rhino. Mm -hmm. And we are working on a brand new thing that called Printomatic, and it's a uh, it's a I do print on the side like digital print for like I do canvas prints and banners and all that stuff. So I kind of tried to connect the two where we've created we're creating a, a Web three uh, website where you can connect your NFT wallet to the print site, and it'll automatically give you a discount on a Rogue Rhino print. Basically, cost like it'll be like. I can't do free, but it'll be as low as possible for Rogue Rhino holders to print their Rogue Rhino, and it'll all be connected through Web3, through the blockchain. So you can, and I'll put like numbers on each canvas, and uh, it'll be kind of a tangible, you know, connect the, the two universes together uh, version of their NFTs. Interesting. And that's I'm, I'm, I'm poking at it right now, and it looks like I can mint one uh, for 4668. Is there the, it is the official thing here yeah i'm um, yeah. afraid to show this in case i accidentally show something important here i literally <laughs> just set up a wallet with coinbase app uh on my phone like right now oh during so, the oh cool yeah while you guys were, were 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 chatting uh so and i guess i could unable to determine fee please try again later you're gonna want to know about gas fees and yeah ethereum. that's where it gets weird ethereum yeah. has gas fees for every transaction to keep the blockchain going it's kind of like a it, it can be like a bidding war for mm -hmm. like you put more gas you can get it faster and it kind of like sometimes gets insane and not good like that's yeah. something that really needs to change with ethereum but uh you can keep you can go look at the like google gas fees to see what the current ones are and if it's somewhere around like 20 that's a pretty low price so so basically I'm on here and it says and yeah there's like this big code that I'm sure is really important that I shouldn't show anybody. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. so so I connected my wallet. I'm I'm in I'm in Coinbase uh, and I guess this number is how many I want to mint. Is that is that is that right? Um, yeah. And then I yeah. say what, what was the max? I can get twenty of them max if is, I want. Yeah, so, the max is twenty. Well, yeah. I'm a I'm a podcaster on a budget, so uh, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> so and you mint it and it pops up. Um, it's giving me an error about network fees. I think there might be having a system problem right now. It's, you have uh, to probably so, load your wallet with Ethereum to extra. Oh, Ethereum. I need to purchase some Ethereum in order yeah. to do the thing yeah, in a Rhino. It, <laughs> transfer it to your wallet yeah so it's this, a process this is the I, process this is absolutely i mean just is. like you got to put money in your bank account to to, to yeah. buy a cookie i don't know uh so oh <laughs> yeah. fund your wallet here we go collect nfts oh now well, this is going to be fun uh <laughs> oh a cat a cat nft and can i connect can i connect this to all my dogecoin no that's something different it's, go ahead it is something so do you have to buy different mints to put them in different places like if you wanted to could you just buy one and then put it 
in multiple places. Yeah, like let's say Instagram and Twitter both implement, which they are, uh, the NFT process. You can connect your same one to both. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but you could buy, but if you, you bought can, 20 of all the rest of them, it's like a trading card. You can then yeah. trade out one or two Absolutely, and sell them yeah. off for a higher price. Yeah. It's got a whole collector ah, aspect to it. Now yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my other question was, do you foresee more merchandise? So for example, I have funder, I follow wonder pals. I think they're an amazing NFT. I think they're really cool. Yeah. I also follow, um, uh, women in NFTs or something like oh, that. Yeah, it was another that. one that, that they did women mm. as superheroes. Yeah. Um, but the Wonder Pals just launched a whole line, like tote bags, mugs, the whole bit. Do you foresee that eventually to help fund everything? I see. It's already like, I feel like a lot of them do merch, but I feel like, honestly, I think people prematurely jump into the merch. I think it's better to establish your NFT collection and then try to be a little innovative with the merch, which is what I'm trying to think. Like, how can I somehow integrate the blockchain to the merch and not just be like, you know, which there's nothing against it, like a Teespring or something, but I kind of want to like think of a cool way to have merch or something different. But I, I would recommend like establishing your thing, you know, do your project, make sure you cover all your roadmaps and then kind of like then jump into merch. But yeah, there's a lot of them doing it. Yeah, because did you did you like create your art first, like the first series of art, and then build your wallets and everything else and the site, or did you like build the site first, or did you do it like hand? We kind of did it simultaneously because okay. I found someone for each thing. But yeah, it's it's in like within thirty seconds. You, we build different traits, so like shirts, hats, faces, and horns, and everything separately. And then the, it automatically generates one of 4,000 different rhinos based on like, the, we have like 40 hats, 40 horns, and it, they're all unique because of that, because it generates them automatically. Yeah. Interesting. And that's when you, when you mint it, that's what it's doing is it's generating it's, that one. Yeah, it's generating it and it's making you a unique rhino. Like, you, you know, there'll be similar ones, but like, you know, mm -hmm. you'll have the, the traffic cone horn and the cheese hat and the... The, the white rhino or the black rhino and you know the clown shirt you know it's just like it's just a kind of a random generated slot machine kind of thing we need like a pittsburgh one like it should have like a penguins logo on penguins the first like, ones to catch fire the pudgy penguins yeah, we could put a rhino in a penguins jersey and like uh yeah. holding a smiley cookie the possibilities are endless yeah literally that's great. If you go to uh, roguerounds.com, you can see some samples of what those look like and everything. So, um, yeah. and uh, so what is this? And forgive me if you already kind of explained this kind of briefly here, but I know it's mint prizes. So, like, if, if is this like if I if I if I get one, like like potentially I'm rolling the dice to to, to get yeah. more of them or something? Or yeah, we wanted to make a fun way to give back to people buying them. Uh, and we set aside in our roadmap, like part of the proceeds after the fact, uh, if you get that like Ethereum logo diamond horn on your Rhino, when you mint it, mm. you'll win two Ethereum. Yeah. Okay. So if you get any of these specific uh, uh, horns, then that right. will, that will uh, indicate something. Different, yeah. It's so. just kind of like a fun Willy nice. Wonka. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I've, I've wrapped my head around this project. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying really. to figure out that one where Gary Visa doing his and everybody that get that 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 gets something gets a NFT 
has a ticket to his conference. <laughs> there's a lot of real world applications happening. Yeah, like, yeah, it's wild. <laughs> right, it is wild. Yeah, so it's cool. Um, but yeah, it is interesting to see in something like that, and then versus like people kind of starting from from kind of scratch, right? Like obviously that's somebody that has already has a community that would be down with this, right? Or right. would be interested in this, or is curious, NFT curious, uh, if you will, fungible, fungible curious. Um, <laughs> you know, so, I, but 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 you know, the, the, it's very interesting to kind of hear about that process, and, and also because you know you kind of mentioned kind of the horror stories they're having with NFT, and there's a big discussion yes. about that right now about people walking away. It is interesting that you're coming from one that was one of those questions. Yeah, we're the and, opposite. Yeah, yeah, and, build, and building something help. for real out of it. Right. For real. Yeah. It's very, like I want to make a point that it's very important. Don't just jump into NFTs because you kind of got to learn the culture first and learn like what's bad and what's good. Kind of just read on Twitter because there's a lot of scamming going on in this crypto space. Like it's yeah, just yeah. it's the reality of it. Like you can't ignore it. Mm -hmm. And it's important to educate yourself on crypto. And it's kind of like a wild west out there. So you want to make sure you research and figure out which ones are established, like well-meaning projects that plan to be around for the long term rather than something that like if you see a bunch of something trending on Twitter, like I wouldn't buy it personally because <laughs> it, it, there's some reason why it's trending. Like, you know, they pay for it's bad. You know, they pay for like shilling and it just kind of they know how to pump it on Twitter so that people go, oh, I got to have that. And then, you know, it all kind of comes to crashing down after you buy it. So don't FOMO into an NFT. <laughs> So you're saying yeah. I shouldn't respond to all these messages I have on Instagram <laughs> DMs that uh, they have like <laughs> no. four of them today. Uh, I, I should probably avoid those a little bit. Imagine how many I have. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to promote? Do you want to promote your NFT? And they will probably not do anything after I pay them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Going out a lot. It used to be, oh, hey, would you like? Would you like to help sponsor Manscape? And, and now it's all <laughs> like, hey, how about we got a new NFT drop? Hey, yeah, I have yeah. some NFTs. Hey, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's when yeah, you yeah, know yeah. something's up there. Yeah. So that's why I'm on here. You know, it's like I want an organic growth and if it takes years it's I, I prefer that i'm not trying to like cash grab on this thing i really mm. i like i like the project i love rhinos i'm proud of our art and i'm and i stand by it. you know i want to be with it mm -hmm, <laughs> in the future mm -hmm. it's my, like a baby it's my baby so what do you see as somebody who's been involved in this project because i think the biggest thing is is when does this, you know, like, you know, we're, everybody's calling this Web 3.0 and, you know, mm. Web 2.0 and everything kind of has, has and social media kind of uh, uh, turned that corner to an everybody thing with the advent of like the iPhones and things like that and, yeah. and ubiquitous Internet. What do you see as that kind of corner turn of this, uh, you know, quote unquote Web 3.0 thing that like my my mother is going to start asking me about uh, fungible tokens soon? <laughs> it probably won't be too far away, but I think it'll be longer than we think, mm -hmm. especially the people in the space, because this kind of stuff, it, it took dot com like the dot com initially had like a big spike of interest, but then it kind of like was quiet for a while. And I, I have a feeling that might happen with Web3. Uh, I think people are going to be building for a while and then all of a sudden it'll spring back up again mm -hmm. because it, 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 people aren't just going to like on like your average person isn't going to is hesitant, you know. And it's not easy to do. And the barrier of entry is still not great. And people don't trust it. So I think like there's probably going to be like government involvement and, you know, the securities and like what's OK, what's not OK. And I think it's going to be regulated. And I think after that, we'll see like a big, you know, fully established 
pop culture uh, zeitgeist kind of thing. How can somebody who's already creating content, creating art, uh, you know, there's a, I know the idea about like you can NFT your podcast, perhaps. Hey, do you want to buy my my first episode of Awesome Cast? I suppose. Yeah. Like, do you have any advice for people? Okay, maybe me. Uh, that is looking into like I have this stuff. I have these this digital uh these digital items that we're making. You know how how do I apply that to this space? My advice would be to start because I'm not really in the music side of it or the audio side of it because mm-hmm. I personally haven't dabbled in like how the best way to like uh, NFT your, your audio podcast, but I know that's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I would say you know obviously uh, look into it through Google or whatever, but like what I would say is important is to like not jump into it real fast and try to keep up with like the the hype and the NFT, because this is going to be around for a long time. I would say start like building it and like figuring it out and I actually tinkering with it, mm-hmm. make an op- open C account and uh, which is like a marketplace for NFTs and just kind of like, you know, create your wallet, upload an NFT, play around and, and then slowly get the hang of it and just build it over like years so that by the time, you know, this is like really established, you've already protected your IP in the NFT space and, and it's all uh, uh, done. You know, just and, get started. And and that's open sea like the ocean, by the way. If anybody's looking at it up, open sea yeah, yeah, yeah. io if you want to kind of poke around with that. But you think like just kind of creating the creating creating the account, taking a look at things, seeing how things operate, get used to it, right? Right, right. Yeah. I would say the best way to get into NFTs is to just kind of read about it as much as you can, like dig deep, like get into discords and stuff. Um, but like don't listen to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> don't answer dms on discord don't click any links in discord but just try to kind of find the right information uh, by just being patient and taking your time and reading about it well one, one thing i think is cool about this project uh, uh frankly is is because i've been I, i've been wanting to poke at this buy an nft figure out how that connects to Twitter and all this kind of crap, yeah. crap that's coming out now, right? And, and one thing I like about your project is regardless of how comfortable one is about NFTs, I think it, if you're able to spare the, you know, the the, the, the cost for it, it is for a yeah. good cost. on for, for So beyond yeah. all, at you're at least, least. You're, even if hypothetically, uh, if NFTs go away tomorrow, you've right. given to a good cost, a good cause as part of this. And then, yeah. you, you you know, then, then that's great. At the very least, like we've already donated like $600 in Ethereum. Fantastic. To, they accept Ethereum. Like you can donate Ethereum or other cryptos too to International Animal <laughs> Foundation. Listen, listen, there's Bitcoin in the ATM in my hotel half the time yeah. these days. And it's I don't everywhere. trust those as ATMs to begin with. Uh, so. No, I don't think I would either. I think that's a little bit too premature. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to wait before that. I think it's kind of rushed. <laughs> my, it's probably a cash grab in itself. My, yeah. my fifteen dollars server uh, uh, every month says they take <laughs> they take Bitcoin. They're just like, what? Yeah. What are we yeah. doing right now? No, actually, so I, I I actually recommend if you do have an interest in this, you want to yeah. support a good cause. I think this is a good exercise. Yeah to yeah. start dipping your toe into this uh to look at the rogue rhinos connect i like i just connected a, the the whatever wallet the coinbase wallet you got yeah. three options on there um i don't know the difference between injected wallet connect and coinbase to be quite honest coinbase is, coinbase is the one that i hear the most of though 
So yeah. it seems like and they the just most... recently created a web-based wallet. Most people use something called MetaMask, which kind of established themselves early. It's a Chrome extension, and it's like makes the whole process of Web3 streamlined because that's the whole basis of it is connecting mm -hmm. your wallet to the website. And that's where all your information is. There's going to be no more like making your account with a database. Like it's mm -hmm. going to be mm -hmm. contained in the wallet. Um, I, uh, the, the sign up process is pretty heady. I just, uh, click a, agree <laughs> yeah. to a lot of things. It is. Um, it's a lot, including backing up phrase codes in my iCloud and, uh, yeah. and, and, and them reminding you, you cannot, you, they will not be able to recover your password. Uh, famously, those that know Leo Laporte of, uh, this week in tech and, and the, and the, uh, tech TV network, um, has a Bitcoin wallet that has a lot in there before everything spiked and uh he doesn't know the password it's agonizing <laughs> you've heard the story right <laughs> i have yeah i've heard lots of there's recent nft stories where they yeah, had yeah. one line of code that did went wrong and the the money that was raised from this nft project i forget the name uh that got stuck <laughs> so you have to really know mm. what you're doing when you write a contract mm. and one line of code can get your money i think it was th three three $34 million, <laughs> give or take. And none of it is accessible by the developers. Wow. That's intense. The, uh, That's the, intense. It's intense. Yeah. But some people will also destroy their coin. Like, the big thing with SHIB was, like, it kept going up because, like, people that had millions of the crypto were just, purposefully destroying it you can burn it yeah by sending it to us or, or the people that you, you send it to a dead chain yes exactly or the yeah. people that cryptoed their artwork and then yeah. destroyed the original artwork so yeah. so i know like with like metamask and and coinbase and and different things that that kind of holds your wallet right and then there's ways where you can technically if you if you're if you trust yourself or you're you're comfortable, you can actually pull it out and put it on a physical. Oh yeah, the cold wallet. Like, it's it's much it's recommended. <laughs> yeah. So can you take your NFT off? Like, can you take your NFT off the market, pull it out of the chain, and put it on that wallet? It's technically still on the chain, and it's also technically not on the device. The device is okay. just one more barrier of accessing your blockchain like you're, you're plugging it into the internet and then it's adding one more key phrase like on the device itself to like okay every transaction so no one can steal your stuff because they need that one device to like authorize it okay it's called a ledger is a ledger. The most famous. Yeah. yeah ledger nano yeah uh that's recommended especially if you have like really if you've bought really expensive stuff you, you don't want to just have it chilling on the internet on a metamask because there's people can like 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 one thing I want to point out is don't connect your MetaMask to just any website willy nilly to see like to like see if you want to mint something or see the price because some of those websites uh, right in the contract like when you're connecting your wallet you sign a contract and like you can actually agree to them just taking stuff from your wallet mm -hmm. so you don't want to just connect your and thing any website 
just yeah. use trusted websites. Yeah, I just wanted to mention and, that. And this too. is, you know, we you know we talk about digital items and we you know, hey, buying hats in a in in this the, the Sims uh, Animal Crossing, I guess. I don't. Do you buy hats in Animal Crossing? I know. Yeah, yeah, right? sure. So things like With that. Turnips. Or, yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Kid, Kitty's our Animal Crossing expert. So, uh, <laughs> so, but 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 it's like that. But you know, there's more weight to it you know i think we kind of just illustrated the complex how complicated this can be obviously there's going to be ways that this gets more user friendly yes and actually probably you know we're thinking about when is this going to become the thing that that you know quote unquote regular people get into electronic arts and all these other companies i think activision was already looking at this stuff um you know it is turning those digital items into you know, NFTs, you know, when you buy a digital item in a video game, that becomes part of this whole thing. So that ownership is, you know, true. When, when, when they were doing, um, in second life, all the property values, right. That was just a number on the server. Yeah. Right. Arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a, it was just a bit on the server that said it was this much and the money wasn't real. You know, it, it, you know, it, it was as real as the world that was built in. And and this creates more. This puts as much weight on the item that you bought, this Rhino, as 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 the money in Bitcoin, right? Yes. So it's it's an actual asset. And speaking of which, we're partnered with a, another project that's like slow growing that I've met through the internet, uh, and they are building an MMORPG uh, that is like play to earn, and you can earn like. AVAX or something. I mean, they might have their own proprietary coin. Uh, and we're figuring out a way to port, like if you have a rogue rhino, we're trying to like duplicate the art in 8-bit so that we can port your rhino into the game as a playable character. Oh, that's cool. But like, that's like, we're, it's early. Like we're playing mm-hmm. around with it. Mm-hmm. And like, we're going to do our best to like <laughs> get that done. Because that's exciting to me. Because you're is- just going to add more features to it that yeah. is a fun possibility right there so well, they're I, called dgen dystopia i think yeah okay all right we'll take that we'll take a look at that as well <laughs> so either way i i think again i i think if anybody want to you know like, i think this is a good exercise of people a nice safe thing for people to get into if they want to try this or yeah. at least follow you guys as you guys are on the ground floor of this thing yeah and, and watch what you guys do around nfts too because it sounds like you're on the that's the key Mm -hmm. follow along before you buy i say and that's kind of we started out with a 0.05 ethereum price but as i thought about it i was like i was worried about people buying it and just like uh not being happy with it or whatever because i know people are just getting into this so i wanted to make a price that was like affordable so that people could kind of play around and not you know break the bank again some of us are listening to the Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk's and the and the Kevin Roses, and they're talking about some astronomical figures when they're talking about these things. And well, we're yeah, just like just so ah, much money. Yeah, it, it, and when it's they too talk, much money when they talk about it at that point, it feels like a thing that's not for us, right? And that's a <laughs> yeah. that's a thing that's a thing for for them, you know, for the yeah, the venture a, capital, you know, you know, you know, CEOs of the world that have podcast that we live listen to right like it's yeah. not a normal people thing or at least a techie no, normal person advanced users with a lot of money yeah 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 <laughs> like, like our web guy has a moonbird but he bought it i think at the, the mint I think it was like two eth or something and now they're like 20 mm-hmm. 
It's crazy. And it doesn't sound much, but again, we just talked about point two is like fifty he, bucks. So. Times three grand times twenty five hundred dollars or so. <laughs> yeah. <Jeez>. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's too much. It's too much money. (laughs) I don't want. I don't want to have that much money. (laughs) I don't want to like create something and then sell out and then all of a sudden have all this money and be like, okay, how do we properly handle the? Like, it's scary. I want to grow slowly and put it back into the company. Like, you know, yeah. Well, uh, thank you for joining us and, and educating us on this. Uh, RogueRhinos.com. If any of you awesome casters, as soon as I figure out my wallet here, I might try to buy one, actually. Um, so uh, if I didn't run in that gas fee thing or figure out how to put stuff in my wallet, I probably yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah, right have to like spot. Uh, but anyways, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe by next episode, I'll figure this out. Um but no, uh, you know, go check it out. Um, you know, tread carefully, tread slowly, yes. but but definitely, you know, I think this is a good thing. And if you have any questions, and and, and please hop in the Discord. I think the Discord is probably a more appropriate place to talk about this. Maybe we'll start an NFT channel if you guys want to talk about uh, NFTs and and exploring them as as the uh, as uh, friends of the podcast. I think that's a cool place to do that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why I, I feel I feel weird talking about NFTs on Facebook for some reason. So. Like it's I feel like something we should not do. No, and plus you know we're going to get the ads. Uh, yeah. So, and, yeah. And more of yeah. these damn messages on Instagram. Damn. Uh, but anyways, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. It was uh, really fun. RogueRhinos.com. Is there anything else we should be checking out? Uh, well, we're going to have that printomatic.io edition hopefully this month, so you can print your rhinos or any other NFT. So yeah, print look out for that too. Printomatic. I love the .io is all over yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Excellent. That, will that be announced uh, through the Rogue Rhinos uh, uh, social media accounts? Yeah, we put consistent information on Discord primarily. And then when it's more fleshed out, it'll go on Twitter. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Might even try to hop into this uh, Discord, too. Uh, yeah, I did a little bit <laughs> yours, too. Um, there you go. Thank you so much. Uh, Amanda, Narcissi, heading off this week. Sad face. Oh, well, whenever you visit, we're going to have to get you in the studio at least. Yeah. Oh, and when I take Tuesdays off, because of course it'll be the afternoon there, I can wire in. Oh, that's right. <laughs> That'll be, yeah. yeah. Kind of like Rob does every once in a while. That's right. Well, well, now we have, well, now we have between you and, and Rob moving out to Portland, like we have like this West Coast, and now we got Ryan out there. We I'm got moving this, to Portland too. Yeah. <laughs> um it's just a nice town nice town kind of like the northwest uh just saying um but anyways um but the whole middle part i could do without uh but anyways but uh yeah it, it, we'll start awesome cast west and uh it'll be That's fun it. and uh we, we, and we'll have you guys record at a time appropriate to you which i'll probably be up anyways uh <laughs> so and also katie's out there too checking out the uh valuations of her animal crossing Items, I'm so sorry. What's, what's, the, what's the turn up rate, turn up rate these days? <laughs> it's all over the place. <laughs> but that's why you travel to islands to get the better deal. You know, that's right. That's turnip. right. That's right. Well, 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 well we, we know your niece has has the best uh, rocking deals on turnips. So, so <laughs> yep. uh, at Kay Dutters, uh, she will be an, and follow her social media because she's going to be exploring Tennessee a bit this week. <laughs> yes. Dollywood. Dollywood and Nashville yes. and we'll see we'll see what we get into here, right? Yes. So excellent. <laughs> and at Chilla on the Twitters, I think you're still with us. You didn't, you, I, was, I, I am we're still past, with you. We're, we're, I know we're past pumpkin time, but you showed up late. So <laughs> <laughs>
Um, and this is the other side of his office. There it is. <laughs> is that the camera we usually see you from in the upper corner there, actually? No, the, that, that, uh, over there. I don't know. Oh, I, this, I, I don't think the, I can no, rotate No, no, it's okay. Don't break it. Don't break it. That's all right. We'll do the tour some other time. Thank you so much. Uh, I think we got everybody here. Thank you so much, everybody. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.